Welcome to another episode of Board Game Thing, powered by Zatu Games. I'm Andy Bush. Hope you're doing all right. I'm joined by Louise and Brian as ever. This is the weekly podcast. As much about the board games as the chat around the table itself, and it's good to have you all on board. We just got to start off actually before we even get cracking uh, with something that kind of. Um, Can you pay up. attention, please? Oh, She's sorry. cleaning out her nails. She's cleaning I was, her nails. I was taking my nail off. We are in our little bunker at uh, Hackney Drafts, the board game cafe. Let's start with. Um, Something that was hanging over us from last last week's episode. Uh, you mentioned Pogs, Louise. Yeah. Uh, Brian and I have got no recollection of Pogs at all. And we're not trying to gaslight you or anything, because we know that's a big uh, button issue at the moment. We're big not trying issue. to gas, gaslight you. We just haven't got no memory of Pogs. I keep getting gaslight wrong. Call it gas lamp. <laughs> Gaslamping. <laughs> Something completely different. Go um, on there, Bushy. What did you uh, What did you do, first of all? Did you put it up, or did you do a bit of research? Did you ask our listeners what? I put it up on Twitter, right? Oh, yeah. Normally, our, um, our Board Game Thing listeners are fantastic, whether it's by the Instagram, uh, at Board Game Thing, or on Twitter, or whatever. Uh, and I had it up there for quite a while. We've had one response. Oh, God. Okay. So, I don't know whether people recognise or remember this. Do you remember Pogs, if you're listening to this? Uh, Miss Adams on Twitter says, Guys, I think they originated from bottle caps. Basically, each player selects the Pog of a different design that they don't mind parting with, then they all uh, compiled into one stack. And then it gets more bizarre. Players throw a slammer, which is a metal disc, on top of the stack. The ones that fall face up, the thrower keeps. Yeah. So this is what I was trying to explain badly from the cupboard last week. Um, This was a huge fad in the 90s and overnight it disappeared. Really, really random. It was like you know, a huge schoolyard thing. And I do think it's a real thing of the 90s as well. You guys, sorry. All right. After your time. No, we were, Before we your were, time? After your time? We weren't at school in like the, the 1800s. <laughs> well, you so. don't remember the biggest playground fad of the 90s. Now, you know I have to caveat everything I say by saying this might be an Irish thing. It could be an Irish thing. Actually, that's in brackets at the bottom of everything that you said. Well, yeah, I'd love to know. I'd love to build a list up of things that you had and we didn't mm. from Ireland. So, for instance, we didn't have red lemonade. Oh, red lemonade yeah. was the best. Red lemonade's a what? big thing in Ireland. That's like... Um, Blood lemonade, lemonade blood. What? Like the blood sausage, like black pudding. I was thinking body of Christ. <laughs> Bushy's board game thing. Uh, let, let's get stuck into this week's episode then. Uh, we're going to be talking about Dune. Uh, We've already had big arguments about how this is said. Uh, let's get to that in a second. It's obviously the Frank Herbert book from 1965, which has spawned not only a load of brilliant movies, um, but also a load of brilliant games and stuff as well. And that's why we're talking about it this week, because the movie's out. I was going to go and see it for this episode, and sadly I ran out of time. But we've got a mutual friend, Mark, who has seen it. And let me read out his uh, review. He's he's done us a review. Oh, like a little uh, appreciate of what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So have we got time? It's probably going to take probably a big chunk of the show Well, it's it's, it's the big movie at the moment that everyone's talking about. So let's let's dedicate some time to it. Okay, great. Fantastic. This is my friend Mark. Just watched June. Very sandy. That's it. Is that his? Sandy. Please let that be put in the uh, little quotes at the bottom of the post. That'd be great. Thanks, Mark. (laughs) Cheers, mate. Mark on WhatsApp. Very sandy. And it is very... I I can see that. It probably is very, very sandy. A lot of sand and worms, isn't it? I mean, talking of the movies, um, obviously there's... I still like the David Lynch movie. I haven't seen the new one. The new one's supposed to be brilliant, but I'm still a big fan of the incredibly hard to sit through uh, long David Lynch version. And of course, it's kind of 
poignant and pertinent at the moment because very recently just lost Dean Stockwell, who was uh, the fantastic Yui in it, and of course uh, Al from Quantum Leap, which is a, a great loss. He was brilliant in the David Lynch movie. I just wonder in the new film if there's a floating, flying fat fella. There is, yes. Is yeah, there? They've kept that. They they haven't. I've not yet seen whether there's going to be an anal- an analog of Sting, so somebody in a pair of pants. Yeah. Um, but who, who knows? Who knows? I, I can't wait to see it, actually. It looks amazing. So, Louise, just confirm again how you, you've you got an issue with how yeah, it's I, re- I really have an issue with how you both say it. I say a dune, um, because if you go to dune. the seaside, dune. you see all the sand dunes. You don't say sand dunes. Don't say sand dunes. What do you say? Dunes. Ah, oh, Jesus, you're mad. Dune. Listening to this podcast right now, say it out loud. How do you say it? Get in touch with us at Board Game Thing. Speaking of June, then, the game that uh, we've been playing uh, this... Don't don't you dare. June. Stop it. The pair of you. I feel like I'll have to pull over if I'm in the car. Um, I'll leave your ear. What did your parents used to say to you in terms of taking it to the next level with... Uh, one five minutes, my mum would say, which is baffling to me. She'd go, will you give me one five minutes? <laughs> give us one five minutes. Give me one five minutes. What and then she would mean? just hit me with a spoon. Uh, one five minutes. So give me five oh, minutes. give me five minutes. Don't okay, me well, then annoying of me. Those. Okay, yeah, give me one five minutes. minutes. So if she wanted 10 minutes, she'd say, give me two, two fives. Or one no, time. she would probably then just repeat herself after five minutes That's after I was pestering again. Well, we've been playing June. Uh, this is the Gale Force 9 version of uh, the game that is 40 years old, this game. 79 it came out with. Yeah, unbelievable. unbelievable. Like yeah. 40, over 40 years old, this game. Originally made by Avalon Hill, went out of print for Donkey's Years, and it was like on the, the, the hooky board games black market for like 200 quid. And I, love, I love it. I, and we'll discuss this more at the end with the, uh, the stock exchange, but I love it when you've got these people who've got these games for sale for 250 pounds, and a new version gets brought out, a new print, and then suddenly their, their stock is worth nothing. And it serves them right. It's like the South Sea bubble. It is. Or tulip madness in the 1700s. Okay, so games don't actually get more valuable because there's a new version out and people want the original. It's not, it doesn't work like that now. It's like boom and bust. So if you got the old Avalon Hill version, it was worth like 150 quid. Yeah. And then suddenly now Gale Force 9 have brought it out. You can get it from Zatu's website. Just as good. I say the art is actually even better. Uh, and yeah, suddenly that other one's not. Okay. Why would you want the old one? Sure. So this, this is what happened when we met up at Drafts Waterloo, the little beautiful board game cafe, and got, tried to get our heads around June. Right then, June, Louise, you can choose first. Which faction do you want to be? Looking at the photos, just talk us through your initial thoughts on them. My initial thoughts are of sheer overwhelm because this looks incredibly complex, but like very, very interesting. I don't know what this says about me, but I'm I'm being drawn to um, Edric. From the Spacing Guild. Look at his little wrinkled face. He looks like he needs a bit of moisture, maybe a moisturizing routine in the evening. Um, I would say as well, I don't want to steer you down a particular direction. Obviously you being Irish, uh, I thought maybe the Bene Gesserit kind of nun side of thing might be quite good. Well, strangely enough, she was the first one I was drawn to. She's called Mother Moeum. It does look like someone you might get in like first grade. She really looks like the nun who was the principal of my primary school. No joke, it's bringing me back some weird memories. We had uh, Sister Agnes when I was at school. She always used to say that you can hear further if it's going to rain. You can hear further into the distance. Maybe it's a God thing, but... Uh, I'm going to go for um, a Fremen. You know, the, uh, the people who wear all the suits with... Rather than fill it with water, I'd fill the suit with, like, sherry and stuff so I can drink wherever I'm walking around. But when you say they fill their suits with water, they basically drink... They're basically piss drinkers. They drink their own piss. I've always wondered what it tastes like, to be honest with you. I've had a few craft ales. I'm sure it's not that far off it. I love being a villain, so I'm going to be the Harkonnen clan. 
who are the main villains in is June. He, is he the uh, in the David Lynch movie? Is that the floating fatty? Yeah, floating fatty. That's me. I do have a bit of a resemblance to him, to be honest. He's got your he's got your jowls. So I'm a monopolist of transport, yet I'm addicted to ever-increasing spice flows. Oh. My major handicap is my weak array of leaders and my inability to revive quickly. But my major advantage is that I can ship onto Dune inexpensively and can ship from any one territory to any other. Quite like that. So basically like a haulage company, a space <laughs> haulage company. Brilliant. That is exactly it. So if you remember from the film, it doesn't say this in the actual thing, but I'm adding this is my major strength is I've got Sting in a pair of tight tight pants oh, yeah, yeah. running around. But earlier on, actually, when we were um, WhatsApping about with the game we're going to play tonight, I sent a picture of Sting in a pair of pants yeah. to the WhatsApp group, and somebody, one of us, I won't I won't say who, got very excited about that. Yeah, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I tell you what, it was me. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, my major handicap is obtaining spice. I find it very hard to obtain spice. As we know, space ketamine. Anyone got any spice, man? Haven't you got a mate who works in a space record agency that can get it for you on Friday nights and stuff? No, not even that. I've, there's nobody I know that can get me spice. Because they've been burnt in the past. Why don't you uh, seal it into the bottom of some of Louise's space haulage stuff to do? Would you be willing to do that for me, Louise? No. So there you go, that's us playing uh, June by Gale Force 9 Games in uh, Drafts Waterloo. I'm looking across at Louise, she's still got a blank face, she just it wasn't, wasn't buying it. Well, you know the conversation you had before we played the game about like, you know, is there still a fat guy in it, is there a sting? Like from someone who doesn't know anything about this, like it's like you're talking a different language. I wonder whether you have to, do you think you have to see the film or read the book before you uh, I mean, I have read the first two books of Dune. Mm-hmm. And I would say, don't, don't trouble yourself with it. Really? Very, they are very dense. They are very, very dense. <laughs> and look, I'm not, I'm not here to pass judgment on uh, Frank Herbert, right? I get the impression he was making up these out long. There's a lot of there's a lot of dense language and stuff just made up. So maybe he got, the, he got the deal for the first book and they were like, is there another two in there? He's like, yeah. But yeah, really, I, I, I can do on that. The bus on the way and if you look the at the titles of uh, Dune, all the Dune novels, it is very much like Dune, Children of Dune, Dune Messiah, uh, God Emperor of Dune, Heretics of Dune, Chapter House Dune, Hunters of Dune, Sandworms of Dune, Sands of Dune. I mean, Sandworms that, just, of he, Dune is one of them. He's phoning Dune it in. Sand anyway, isn't he's it? phoning it in at that point. Let's Sands of Dune. Other, let's, just, let's just brainstorm some other um, Dune weekender um, away day. Dune payday. <laughs> Some other versions he could have done. Uh, June or be damned. What what goes on in June stays in June. I think June or bust would be a good one. June or bust, that'd be fantastic. One final June. Back on the road, June. (laughs) Um, Louise, just lean back a second here because there's actually a a copy of the game in Jeff's Hackney as we record this podcast. This this is why I think it's it's a game that will be divisive. So that, I don't, this Sorry, be a is this the new, new version? Yeah, That's I was going to say because isn't one. that Timothy Chalamet? Is that his name? Oh, and there's Zendaya. So they're the, the actors for they're the actors from the actual current film. So the one that Brian has got from Zatu is like the original, the original one. But they've they've just re kind of re kind of skinned it to look like the movie. Um, but here's here's the reason why I think the game might be a little bit divisive because it's one of those kind of like be awful to each other games, isn't it? Destroy your enemies, betray your allies, conquer Dune, and that's the whole thing of the book. It's like people up to no good on the the uh, desert planet of Arrakis, and there's lots of backstabbing going on. And let's just face it: some people don't really like. Um, some people are not really into games where you're pretty awful to other people. Do you know what I mean? You're slightly uncomfortable with the. 
the uh, cut and thrust of it, were you or not? Yeah, I just thought, because you know how I feel about like, well, what I like to call murder porn, which is happening at the moment. Yeah. I know you love Squid Game. I was shocked when I first watched the first episode. No spoilers, but there's a hell of a lot of death. Lots of death. And I'm just like, why are people enjoying this so much? Like people are getting shot dead. And again with this, just, just a lot of death and death and gory. I, I love board games though, where people go uh, are awful to each other. I, I mean, the, I don't like board games where you have to be nice. I'm, I, I would go as far as to say I don't even like co-op board games because <laughs> I don't want. I, I resent your success because part of me thinks that's my success. Why are you piggy tailing on my uh, coattails? Yeah, that even makes sense. Piggybacking on my coattails. Tail piggying on my piggyback. Piggybacking on my whatever. Whatever. But no. So yeah, I can get with that. The other one that's out at the moment, which is which is. Um, about Dune, but it's different. It's called Dune Imperium, which is really good, really, really good. But that's a bit more kind of thinky, and you could you don't really kind of stitch each other up with it so, so much. So hang on, there's we? various versions of the same game out. There's a, there's a game called Dune Imperium, which came out about a year ago, oh, okay. which is um, about the whole same thing, but completely different to the one that we played. So if you're into Dune, you're going to love it. There's a brand new Dune game that's just come out, which you can get on Zati's website. Oh, called... I know. Is it um, Dune Tokyo Drift? That's what it is. Yeah, yep. exactly. It's Got the it. road racing game in there, pod racing in Dune. <laughs> no, it's called Dune House Secrets. Uh, have I ever bored you about a game called Detective, a modern crime game, where you get a tiny little box of cards and you try and solve a crime based, you log into an actual computer and do it. It's a brilliant, like, modern wow. cooperative uh, detective game. They've used that system. There's like these Polish, a Polish games company that have used this system, but have reskinned it for June. They've rebadged it, Lynn, you fool. Exactly, exactly <laughs> what it is. But, but give it a go. That is June House Secrets. Uh, speaking of of June, one of the best things about it is the still suit. These kind of amazing outfits that they wear. Yeah, just basically wet yourself. Just wet yourself, and then the water goes around, and then you, it repurposes the water so you can drink whilst you're on this arid planet. Because water, as we found out in the game, is one of the key. Um, commodities along with with spice and that. Whoa, 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 whoa! Are they repurposing your pee? Yeah, you, to we drink we. your pee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What? what? And you sweat. Don't no, don't forget you sweat. Stop. You sweat you're your joking. Pee. Wasn't yeah. there a thing not that long ago about drinking wee was kind of good for you or some kind of like health fad? Yeah. Yeah. I think some like a list celebrities. Bear Grylls is always doing. It. He wee. doesn't even need to. He just Next straight it. in there. Yeah, down the hatch. Three, two, one. But um, no, 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 no. If you could have any drink in your still suit. In the little tubes that are in the dune still suit, whilst you walk around on the on the desert planet, what would you have in there? Well, you know, I only drink bottled water, don't you? Do you know? Can I just tell you something about bottled water? Let me give you the no, statistic. No, I don't water. care. Here's the statistic about bottled water: you're you're way more likely to get ill from drinking bottled water than you are to get ill from drinking from a tap. Okay. Do you live in London? Oh, people go. Listen, I was born and raised in London. The London love. People go tap on about. Water yeah, no, not having it. Like it's water. Wee wees. <laughs> okay. So, what you'd have bottled water I in get your still suit? A delivery every month of 24 bottles of water. And I keep them. Someone's doing all right. I'll show you pictures. She's the Imelda Marcos of bottled no, water. I I'm, not, I'm yeah. not one of these girls who buys, like, you know, bags and shoes. I don't care about that. I Apart want my water. from the expensive water. coat from last week's episode. Yeah, but that's just a one-off. Yeah. But, the, but I love, I drink water all day long. Like, even my partner said to me last night, please stop drinking water. You drink too much of it. I was like, that's not a thing. How many times do you wee in the night? Well, that's what he thinks. I'm up too much in the night having a wee. So he was like, stop, and you might actually make it through the night. Are you, uh, I drank are you... a litre before bed last night. Why? It's just thirsty. Are you a disaster prepper? <laughs> I think this might be a disaster prepper. So I think I, you might. Maybe your body can't process salt or something, and that's why you're always thirsty. I don't know. I think you should get this looked into. And I only drink Volvic, not any kind of bottled water, mm. oh just Volvic. Why Volvic? Because it. Have you tasted it? Right. It tastes right. so right. pure. We need to stop this. Yeah, let's this do a ridiculous. test. Let's right. do it. 
at some point during this series, I'm going to bring in. Uh, we're going to do a blind taste test oh. for you bring and water, and we're going to. And on. I bet you, I bet you, you are not going to be able to tell the difference between water. I also only like at room temperature. Oh, oh, this is outrageous! But let's do that. I remember the old. Te- well, what company used to do the taste test with it's their pe- drink? Pepsi Challenge? Was it, it Pepsi Challenge? Yeah, yeah. We've got to do that, but with Louise with bottled water. So you would just have water in your still. Or a Barry's tea, but we've you know we've been there today. Well, what you could do especially is especially not with the tea bag. You can have the water. Has, you know, you can have the water and have a tea bag in your mouth. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Make your own tea. That sounds like a, the end of an MP. <laughs> um, so let's move on to. I'd Brian. have diet coke, by the way. What? I'd have diet coke. Diet coke. Just we... need that caffeine rush. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Is that what always... you're holding right now yeah. as well. I'd always. This isn't an advert for diet coke, by the way. Although, if you're interested, diet coke, I'm available for sponsorship. <laughs> Imagine me doing a diet coke. Well, so you, you turn up. You you get a side sponsorship deal. Obviously, the podcast is sponsored by Zatu, but you get a side sponsorship deal. You keep dropping po- diet coke into every bit we're talking about, and you're wearing one of those Formula One boiler suits with diet coke ads <laughs> emblazoned all over it. Just dropping it in. Yeah, no, um, guys, did you know that actually you don't need to be uh, vaccinated against uh, against coronavirus? You can just drink five litres of Diet Coke a day. <laughs> uh, on that bombshell, let's head over to Brian's Board Game Fact of the Week. Brian's Board Game Fact of the Week. And this week, guess, guess, guess what the, f- the fact is about. Guess. June? No. I just didn't think it would be worth it. Okay. No, it is about June. Oh. Right. June. Not, well, how do you say it again? Dune. 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 It's like, like, like Brigadoon. Like Brigadoon. Just try, try June. Yeah, but that's J-U-N-E, the month, June. Just try it, though. June. Hang on. So if, if you say June is Dune, does that mean you would say Brigadoon as Brigadoon? What the hell is Brigadoon? It's like that famous uh, novel by Sir Walter Scott. Never heard of it. Isn't it the uh, Isn't it the indigenous whiskey that they drink in EastEnders? Because they're not allowed to have anything. <laughs> oh real yeah, brand. they do. Yeah, Kingsland crisps. Yeah, two glasses of Brigadoon, please. I think BBC are missing a missing a trick there. They should release Kingsland crisps, especially in Ireland where they have no bloody crisps. Yes. Anyway, let's not get back let's into that. Back let's into get back into that. that. Anyway, uh, fact of the week about June. Yep. And as we've previously said, we uh, referred to on this podcast, it's a bit of a dense book. Guess how many words are in it? Words. It's really yeah. thick. Have a go. Have Just a have guess. a guess, Louise. What I'm not seeing a million. A million. Yeah, a million. There's a million, a million words in it. There's a million words in it. I'll go for 300,000 words. You're very close. It's 215,000 words. He wrote it in like 1963 or whatever. Guess how many times it was rejected? 15. No, close. A million. A million. He's right. A million. <laughs> a million. No, 23. Because you can imagine if, if, you're, if you work in a publishing house, right? And, you know, a little novella comes in, maybe Shifty Shades of Grey, you're like, yeah, fine, great. I'll have a. If that comes in, you know, as, as thick as your hand, you're not going to bother reading it, are you? Do people, I mean, is that how it works? If, if, you're, if someone sends in an idea for a book, someone's got to sit there and read. Yeah. Well, obviously, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, imagine if, they, oh. imagine if they go, I've got an idea for a book, go, yeah, fine, send it to the printers. <laughs> but, uh, that must this be is awful. just porn. What are you doing? I think, um, I think that's like one person's job just to read all. All the new books they must be speed readers right oh my god i think what they do is they send through a uh, synopsis right and then the first power the first like chapter and then they go yeah give us the rest then but like, imagine frankie boy frankie herbert sitting down and trying to you know at the beginning trying to get that past someone right so there's bear with me on this no there's bear with me bear with me there's these big worms right big worm. and they live in the sand right and no, no hang like, on you're not listening you're not listening <laughs> let me right so what they, they, drink weird, they drink their own piss they drink their own piss hello hello Oh. Um, so obviously it was, it, was, it was rejected it was rejected 23 times right yeah so guess how he ended up getting it published 
Guess who published it in the end? Self-published. I'm going to go self-published. No, because in those days you couldn't really do it, could you? Pamphleting. Pamphleting, no. Took him Penguin. No, P- Penguin are publishers. So y- y- are you saying that he, there was no publisher? Yep. This is an alternative route rather than publisher. There was a publisher, but how did he get it published? Oh, was it a comic? Oh, close. It was a car... People, they were publishers. They're called Chilton Publishing. Yeah. And they, did, they just did car manuals. What? They did like the if Haynes you, if you Manual have, type yeah, thing. Haynes Manual of America. They yeah. were like, look, mate, this car thing's we're not. It's, it's a dead end. We need to get into really long, dense science fiction novels. Wow, that's how it got published. Do you know the interesting thing, obviously, because it's a sci-fi shares the sci-fi roots with with Star Wars. I think George Lucas got Star Wars originally a, a New Hope only on airlines. I think it was just shown on planes. Really? That might be a massive bum steer from me, but I think sometimes just... just go get... with it, mate. Go. That's what I do. It's I make half down. these things up. It's Double down. Uh, and so it paid off because it sold over 20 million copies. Ooh. 20 million. And I think it's probably more now because at the time it sold yeah, yeah, about 20 million. 20 million, million. and once. Someone's still, bought it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's the f- interesting fact, the first ever book to um, sell over a million copies in both hardback and paperback. That is that is fascinating. That last bit, isn't it? Thank you very much. This is my board game fact of the week. I'm gonna. I would drop the mic, but I I fear I might damage it. That's a good point. You leave the mic where it is. Uh, that's a fantastic fact of the week. Try the book. Have a, the audio book. I listen to the audio book version of it, which is really good. It's like all acted and stuff for thickies like me. Uh, um, <laughs> Louise, you were saying uh, I love an audio book. Can I just say I love an audio book? And what I do is I listen to Harry Potter read by Stephen Fry every night. And now that I'm so used to it, all I need to do is just put it on and I'm out, I'm gone. Oh, you've been playing the board game version of Harry Potter, right? I have, yes. Uh, there's a game where you have to, uh, I can't remember what it's called, but where you have to go around the sides and... Go uh, around the sides? Go around the sides. You're going around and around trying to pick up tokens. Harry Potter chase. Harry Potter chase. And yeah. then uh, Lucas Mal... If you land on the same square as Lucas Malfoy, go back to the beginning. Okay, it's almost like Snakes and Ladders, but Harry Potter style. And how's that going in your family? It's all right. I'm, I'm always losing because the kids always target me. Fair. Cry for help. Yeah. Uh, Louise, you put quite a bombshell of a thing into our um, oh, did, uh, board game thing WhatsApp group uh, earlier on today. Bearing in mind, we're in November here as we, we sit here in Drafts Hackney. Uh, tell everyone what you've done. I haven't done it yet. It's coming this weekend. Right. What are you doing? Putting up the tree. Ooh, that's outrageous. That's outrageous. I mean, we've got a Christmas special coming up, and we'll get that in early enough for you to get games ahead of Christmas. But uh, tree at this time of the year, I think that's uh, that's madness. Well, I've, I've thought it through. It must be fake, though, because you can't get the real ones this time of year, can you? Are you mad? A fake tree? Ew, gross. I'm not doing So fake. where are you getting a real tree from at this yeah. time of year? Are you crazy? You... Are you getting it from the black market? He's so aggressive. <laughs> Her dad's you know, brought a I want, I want to know. I want to know, because I'm, I'm not... I'm not Against this idea in principle. Okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you for why. Uh, if I get it this weekend, yeah, that is the second last weekend in November. Okay. Are you working to proper time here? Yes. Well done. Yeah. If I get it this weekend, I'm getting it the second last week in November. Right. I don't want to get it the last week in November because that's when everyone else gets their tree. What's wrong with getting it when everyone else gets it? I just, I don't want the oh. rush of it. Oh, yeah, I, I used to like that tree until it went mainstream. Sit just, out. I, I won't sit down and have a glass of water. Can you bring me over my bottles, please? I mean, I've said that before, Rush. <laughs> like, you're literally <laughs> quoting me. And I am in Dublin for Christmas, so I feel like I want a good five weekends with the tree. Wow. And then once I get back, the tree is dead to me, quite literally, probably. We, we, we've got a, we've got a, a fakie. You disgust me. A but bolt on but tree. tell everyone else the other disgusting thing you do at your Christmas tree. Take it down on New Year's Day. No, you don't. Ooh. Boxing Day. There you go. Boxing Ooh, that Day. Is, Boxing that, Day. Is, that is 
Harsh. There's something Why? really depressing about Christmas. Are you a Puritan? Are you Oliver Cromwell? <laughs> There's something really depressing about Christmas decorations beyond... Yeah, I see that. It's a bit East Yeah, beyond, like, the 3rd of January, yeah, but not on Stevens' day. Get rid of it. I'm actually of the opinion that in this current climate, in these unprecedented times, Times, yeah. yeah, I think we need to move Halloween on the calendar. I think we need to move Halloween to January because, let me tell you why... Right. It's still dark early in the evenings then, and we need a little pick-me-up. Because when Christmas is done, there's nothing till what? Easter? There's, there's a gap there. And all that's happening at the minute is, Excuse me. is Halloween's Excuse me. getting crowded Excuse out. Excuse me. St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, but, you know, this is a UK-based podcast, okay? <laughs> UK-based podcast. Eating two different flavours yeah. of crisps. You can't you know, celebrate. They ban you from celebrating St. George's Day these days. <laughs> yeah, can't say Get put you in prison if you say you're English. Can't say anything these days. Um... So and, and what's happening is you're finding that Halloween's getting squeezed. I mean, I was at the range and the Halloween decorations were gone two weeks before Halloween. The Christmas was already in. So let's just do let's just let's just pull the trigger on this, guys. We need a well, you need to come up with something else. So you you either move Halloween or no, come up with another. No, you move Halloween to January. Say yeah. maybe January the thirty first or whatever. Right. Then you you extend Christmas back to maybe you can start <laughs> mid November. What you're doing in mid what you're doing in mid to the end of November. Do it in mid October. Right. Jesus. It, what do you think about this? Yeah, I mean, he's trying to move mountains, but I do agree we do need something in January to make us survive that hideous month. If you agree with Brian's, uh, this would this would require like a, a referendum. I know that panned out last time. Yep. Uh, do get in touch uh, at Board Game Thing oh on God, Instagram. Imagine if it's fifty two forty eight, and there was oh. people that refused to acknowledge that Halloween was now in. <laughs> In in January, look, my my parents Hall- Halloweeners get into arguments. Halloweeners, yeah, my parents get into arguments with like my cousins on Facebook about the Halloween. Take back shit. control of our own pumpkins. Right, let's jump from that into uh, Louise's board game character backstory service. We provide the uh, a backstory for a board game character who might be slightly hard done by in the world of narrative. Who have you got for this this week, Louise? So let's do a little backstory on the person who gets murdered in Cluedo. Oh, yes. Yeah. There's no detail on Yeah, on... exactly. The classic game of Cluedo where you have to guess who killed Dr. Black. That's he's if you're from he's the a UK. Doctor. He's a doctor. He's a doctor. Didn't know that. Fully fledged. For all your, uh, for all our worldwide listeners, though, uh, and we know there's hundreds of thousands of millions, millions trillions, a million, trillions. Uh, you'll know him as Mr. Body. Is that true? Is that the American version? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, Mr. Body. Is Mr. Body. Like... But with Whoa. no, with two Ds, I believe. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so it's not as it's not as hunky. As I was that. thinking hunky. Uh, in the game, you know who did it, where they did it, what weapon they used, but we never find out why. Why did they do it? And that's why I'm here. I'm going to tell you the backstory of Dr. Black. First name, Brian. Really? Coincidence? I like it. Coincidence? I like it. Dr. Brian I'm in the narrative. Black. I'm not projecting here. Uh, I'm not saying you need to get murdered, Brian, although... That would be good, wouldn't it? That's what you are saying. Uh, Crucially, he spells his name with a Y and not an I. You're an I. I'm an I. I'm an I. Yeah, you're just not that cool. Yeah, it's not as cool. Brian Robson was a Y. Yeah, I'm an I. Brian... Trying to think of other Brian. Brian Brown from the, the FX guy, Murder by Illusion. He was a Y. The, the guy does the books. Brian. Brian. What do you mean the books? The books. I mean, just narrow it down. He Please does, narrow it down. He always does stuff about about um, Bill Bryson. Sorry, wrong person. Bill, oh, you think of Brian? Brian I tell you who is a. I tell you who is an I. Brian Cox. I was going to say Brian Cox, yeah. but I don't. I'm not a fan of his. Both, I find his both, voice so annoying. Both Brian. Like Co- I can talk. Both Brian Coxes. 
uh, uh, eyes. Who's the other Brian Cox? The guy from Succession. Succession. Oh, he's so which a one, ledge. Which one do you think you don't like? Don't like? The scientist. The one, one who's like, oh, isn't it wonderful? There's a star. Yeah. Oh, look, it's the moon. Sometimes Can you believe thought, the moon's there? <laughs> Sometimes I, w- I wonder whether there's a star falling in on us, and I think, and why not? Well, like I watch, love a bit, love a bit of nature on the telly, and if I see he's VOing it. No. Yeah, his hair as well. He needs to have a hair. It's he a weird hair. Reem. He was in D Ream, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Cut him some slack, yeah. Right? Play the keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. So, Dr. Black is a nefarious sort of guy. Mm. He sells organs on the black market. What? Yes. He's actually cornered the market. He's doing really well. You could say he's the black, black market. Oh, Dr. Black. Yeah, yeah black I get market. it. Double I get black. It. So, this it. is what we're dealing with here livers, kidneys, corneas. Ugh. Spleens. Liver, bacon, and onion. My favorite meal. Oh, oh stop. I love that it. is gross. He'll do a lot. He'll do a lot and he even does special offers. Buy one pancreas and he'll throw in an old appendix, that sort of thing. So, who does he target? High society, obviously. He gets himself invited to fancy parties in country houses, gets everyone sozzled and offers them free Botox. Rich people love freebies. They do, they love love freebies, don't they? They Then when they're under the influence, he whips out an organ and they wake up in a bathtub of ice. And that's how he met his end. He was caught trying to extract Professor Plum's plums. And, well and they turned on him. They you absolutely would, turned on him. Wouldn't you, though? If you woke up and that was gone, that's like Squid Game, that, isn't it? Yeah. Spoilers and all that kind of stuff. That's the backstory to Dr. Brian Black from Cluedo. If there's a board game, you think a character that needs a bit of a backstory filled in by Louise, get in touch with us at Board Game Thing. Uh, let's wrap things up with the stock exchange, the... Uh, a little Nasdaq-style FT100 uh, compiled as a, an amalgam, an amalgamation between the Zatu Top 20 oh, and the is board that game why you just, Why did you just sort of like go over to the corner of the room, slick your hair back and put on a pair of red braces and just start muttering greed is good to yourself? Well, what I do, I'm, I'm going to put my phone under my chin and do yep. that thing where I point at the same time, like the stock exchange, because it's time for the board game stock exchange. Uh, a kind of uh, an amalgamation of the Zatu Top 20 games and the board game geek hotness what games are hot and what's not. Uh, in a number one, uh, and this is something we're going to be playing um, next week, is uh, the What Next Adventure Game by Big Potato Games. Ooh. And we're doing Choose Your Own Adventure next week, and that's a mix of uh, dexterity games, which we played the other week, and then Choose Your Own Adventure, which is a cool Are thing. you good with dexterity, Louise? Because I'm brilliant. I've always said that if there wasn't Olympics for balancing, I'd probably be like a gold medalist. Really? Yeah, look at this. Look. You don't just, look watch like watch you watch can watch balance watch that watch much. Watch, 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 watch this. Watch and go. You're about to fall over. No, Look at those thighs on him. He's only got big thighs. I've got a low centre of gravity, that's why. Very powerful thighs, like a honey badger. Uh, but we played dexterity games last week, so it's kind of a bit of a... You, you choose your own adventure, but you flick the flick stuff and stuff. Well, we, you'll find out next week. You'll love it. Uh, up into 14th spot, actually, it's dropped a little bit on Zatu's Top 20. Um, people are, are getting rid of their stock in Halloween scary games now because, obviously, Halloween is over. Betrayal at the House on the Hill, scary game dropping down the uh, Zatu Top 20 as well. Do we know what the actual betrayal was? I don't know what it is. Is I it think... a horror-based betrayal, or has somebody just, like, been, like starting another WhatsApp group behind someone's back? I think it was, um, they said that a new mobile phone contract would be one year, but it's, they've actually signed for three. Unbelievable. Did, and didn't make it clear in the um, in the paperwork, but they should have read it themselves, just like that. But that's what the game's about. And then very quickly, over on Board Game Geek's Hotness, the games we've been talking about, Dune Imperium. Mm. Very hard to get, over, get hold of at the moment, but a brilliant game. 
Uh, okay, and of course June, the one we've been playing straight after that as well. Uh, just some other quick games to do with June, just to give you an idea of just how many other June games there oh, are out there on, at the mate. moment. We've, we're Juned out. Oh yeah, I've really I can't do anymore. I've got no room sound. in my life for any more June. Hate June House Secrets, June Betrayal, June A Game of Conquest and Diplomacy, June Imperium, June Adventures in the Imperium role-playing game, Call Rulebook. You can get all of them right now on Zatu's website. June Too Fast, Too Furious. Any other suggestions for what the next June game needs to be? Tell us about it at Board Game Thing. Uh, thank you so much for your company this week. Get in touch with us. You can email us as well. Uh, podcast at zatu.co.uk. And this has been Board Game Thing, and we will see you next week. Toodles. Bye.